0: Hi everyone. Welcome to the Citizens of Heaven podcast. My name is Sierra Johnson and I'm your host. I'm super excited to be starting off this podcast with a new name, a new brand, a new identity, a new look, a new everything. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I just really wanted to redo the branding for the podcast and just really start over fresh and really Just see what God has for me in this next season of podcasting and just super duper dive into that and go wholeheartedly into what he has for me and just I'm super excited for what is in store. Today's topic is the 10 best habits that a Christian should have and I think this is such an important topic. I really took the time to pray on it and just think about what you guys needed to hear and just some practical habits that we can start putting into place together. I do already practice most of these habits, however, some of them are going to be a little bit new to me, and I'm super excited to see what that is going to have in store, and I just can't wait, so let's dive right in. Before we do dive in, though, I did want to promote the podcast Instagram really fast. It is at of Heaven Podcast on Instagram. It's super simple, super easy to find. I will be posting any updates there, anything you guys need to know, and yeah, that's about it. Anyways, let's get into it. So our first habit that we're going to be talking about today is to read and obey God's word. This is just so important because we want to know what the Lord says about us in our lives because our lives are powered by God's word. You can't live by God's word if you don't read it and you don't know what it says. When we know what God says, it empowers us to live that way and to live that way wholeheartedly, really. The Bible is a set of ways that we're supposed to live because that is the way that God intended for us to live our lives to the fullest. And in Galatians 5, it actually says that if you live by the works of the flesh, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. This doesn't mean that you won't go to heaven or anything crazy like that. It just means that you won't have the life that God has intended for you, which is a life full of joy, fulfillment, and just happiness and fullness. And we would want to obviously live with the fullness of joy that God has intended for us, right? Like, it's got to be so amazing. Like, if God is talking about it and God is like, yo, like, live this way, it's gonna be awesome. Then it has to be awesome, right? So, when we just read and obey his word, it really just sets us up for a life of success. And God would never set us up for failure. He would never want us to fail. And even if we do fail, God is there with us no matter what. So I think it's great if we read and obey God's word because we really just need to be putting those things into practice. And when we read it, it gets instilled in our heads. And when we obey it, it just becomes second nature eventually. So yeah, read and obey God's word. It's really important. And that is the way that God intended for us to live. And that's the only way that you're going to get the fullness out of life. Number two is to serve others. In the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 35 it says in all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus how he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus literally emptied himself for us and he was literally a sacrifice. He gave his life and we should live by his example and just live to serve others you know. You can serve in the church, in your community, in your school, or even just in your household by doing the dishes every once in a while or taking the trash out or doing simple things like that. Though it may feel like sometimes the way that you're serving or the things that you're doing are unimportant or insignificant, it is always valued in the eyes of God and that is all you have to remember, that no matter what you are doing, as long as you're serving and you're doing it for the glory of God, (laughs) no one can look down upon that. So yeah, serve others. It's so important and it's biblical to serve others. And we just want to be good Christians and really put our best foot forward and really show others who we are and who God has called us to be. Number three is to have an active prayer life. God always wants to hear from his children. Remember, it's a relationship, not a religion. We should always be eager to hear from God and a great way to hear from him is to pray. You know a couple years ago i heard someone describe prayer as a father just wanting to hear from his child and that totally changed my perspective on prayer it just really like made me feel this almost obligation to pray not like i'm obligated like i have to pray but it's like oh my goodness my father in heaven wants to hear from me and he cares about my day he cares what i have to say he cares about all of these things i should talk to him If we adopt this mindset for prayer, I really think it makes it even easier to make it more of a priority for us. So when we have an active prayer life, we hear from God more, we are able to discern better, it's so much easier to just live our lives to the fullest when we have an active prayer life because we're constantly hearing new things from God and it's such a special relationship with God that we would have when we have an active prayer life and we talk to him daily. Habit number four is to store God's word in your heart. It is so important to start memorizing scripture if you haven't already. Memorizing scripture helps us because when we know God's word, we're able to obey it and to teach it and we're able to experience God at a deeper level and experience the freedom that comes only through our obedience to him. Colossians 3.16 tells us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. I don't know about you, but that just like hits different. Like, dwell in us richly. That doesn't mean to just be like, oh, yeah, I know John 3:16 whatever. No, that means to really store it in your heart and just keep it there for whatever you may need for prayer, for encouragement on your daily whatever. It it's just so important for us to dwell in the word of God. Before we can teach, preach, or even apply scripture, we must first know scripture, which is so important. Habit number five is to set goals. As Christians, we're called higher and we should always be pushing ourselves to our limits. Not that we should be overwhelmed or anything, but we should live to the standard that God has called us. I found this quote online and I thought it was just the perfect way to describe goal setting. It says, the ultimate reason for setting goals is to entice you to become the person it takes to achieve them. We don't become more effective as Christians unless we visualize a realistic goal, develop a plan to achieve it, and commit ourselves to reaching that goal with everything that we have. God doesn't want us to fail, he wants us to set big goals and he wants us to eventually complete them and even overachieve them, but it's good to set big goals that may even seem a little out of reach because it helps us to aim high. Whether these goals are spiritual, personal, work-related, or even physical goals, we should always look to God for help and count on Him to help us achieve these goals. If we just ask Him to help us, then He's sure to deliver. In Matthew 19, Jesus is encouraging the disciples when He says, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. This not only applies to this situation in the Bible with the disciples, but it applies to any situation, really. Like, some things may feel impossible. By his grace and through faith, through God, we can really just accomplish anything. Number six is to feed your soul with good content. As humans, a lot of us naturally have a consumer mindset, and I think that we're constantly consuming content, whether it be on social media, TV, movies, music, books, you name it. It is just so important that you're feeding yourself good stuff. Because when we don't, whether you realize it or not, it's majorly affecting us. I, so, for example, I used to watch true crime videos day and night. It was my livelihood. I lived for true crime. I just, I love it. And even still to this day, I love true crime. And I think it's such an interesting topic. However, it affected me so immensely. I found myself... I found myself tired i found myself scared i found myself more anxious than i had ever been and i really think it's because i was consuming such dark content and i was not reading god's word and i was just like not paying attention to what i should be paying attention to and it's ultimately up to you to discern what you should or should not watch or read or listen to or whatever but only you know your limits and you know what you can handle some people are different than others, but I really encourage you to just pray and ask God for guidance on what you should cut out of your life and what you really should and should not be consuming. I've made this switch in my life and I'm feeding my soul with great content lately. And I've just really made sure I'm paying attention to what I'm doing and what I'm listening to, what I'm watching and everything. And I've honestly really only been listening to worship music lately. I haven't really been listening to any secular music unless it's Harry Styles, cause you guys know I love Harry Styles. But I really try to watch what I'm listening to, especially music wise, because there's just so much bad music out there that really just feeds into our brains and makes us think one way or the other. And it's really honestly not good for us. So I think you should really just pray about and just discern what you need to cut out of your life. Habit number seven is to practice gratitude. You know, a study actually came out a few years ago that it showed that it is physically impossible to have both anxiety and gratitude in the brain at the same time is that not insane like you physically cannot have both things in your head at once that's just crazy to me so i try to tell myself when i'm feeling anxious to think of three things that i'm grateful for because that makes it so much easier to just fix your eyes on something else and to just really not think about that anxiety that you're going through And every day I practice gratitude now. I started a bullet journal recently, and I practice gratitude daily in that, and I focus on the positive, and it really helps me to thank God every day for what I have and just the experiences that I have, the opportunities that I have, and everything. So it's really good to just maybe keep a journal, even just write it down wherever, or write it down in your notes app, in your phone, or somewhere. Just write it down, one thing, three things, five things, ten things, whatever you feel called just write down what you're grateful for each and every day and it'll help you. I promise it will help you to see the good in life and it will just get you to really focus on God's blessings and all that he has brought you in your life. Number eight may be a little bit controversial to some people, but I think it really needs to be talked about because this is just such an important one. So number eight is tithing. Tithing is so important because it's a good reminder on how we should always give back to God's kingdom and everything is his to begin with, so it's like we should always be eager to give back to him and honor his kingdom and everything that he's done for us. Like, it's such a privilege to have the means to give, so it's really important that we do so. I know that sometimes it can be really easy to neglect to give because we get so just like caught up in the things that we want for ourselves or just bills we have to pay and just like things of that like general nature, but we have to continue to set our minds on things above and really just focus on the Lord and giving is such a good way to do so. Always tell yourself, always remind yourself that it is a joy to give. It's a privilege to give. Not everybody has the means to give and we are so lucky that we do. Even if you don't have the means to give, really just have faith and just really believe that, believe God for more and just really believe that God will Provide for you. Even in this tough season of life, He will still provide no matter what. And we should still be giving because it all belongs to Him and we should just really have faith in Him that He will provide. So, next time you're tithing, pray over it and just be super excited and have that joy to give because it's such a joy to give and it's good that we are giving back to God's kingdom. Number nine is to avoid gossip and negativity. This one is probably my favorite, and it's also probably the hardest one. We've seen all the wreckage that gossip can cause. Like, it's just feelings hurt, trust destroyed, relationships ruined, and above all, just an atmosphere of just mistrust and fear. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Let's give grace to those who hear the words that come out of our mouth. Let's give them encouragement. Let's give them faith in God. Let's just, let's try to build people up rather than tear people down. You know what I'm saying? Gossip does no good. It only destroys relationships and trust and it should just never be engaged in it can be so hard to be that person and like shut down gossip. Like, you know, like these girls are just talking or guys even are talking and they're like, oh my gosh, what do you think about this? And it's like, no. Let's be that strong Christian that shuts down gossip right where it's at. And let's just call people higher and let's encourage them to do what God has called us to do. And you may feel weird and just like not cool doing this, but even though it's hard, we always have to listen to the Holy Spirit and God. And in the Bible, it clearly warns against gossip and negativity. So me personally, I just always feel really weird and yucky and guilty and just gross after I gossip about someone. So it's best to just not do it and avoid that feeling altogether, in my opinion. Let's speak life into others because that's what we're called to do. And the 10th and final habit that we're going to be going over today is to incorporate a Sabbath day or a day of rest into your week. Rest, 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 you guys. Rest is so important and it's even biblical to rest. I have seen so many people that they don't take a Sabbath and God basically forces them to take a Sabbath because they get sick and they get tired and they're going to have to make time for that Sabbath and that rest day. And God even rested on the seventh day after creating the universe and that's what we call the Sabbath. So find a day that works best for you and just really incorporate a routine into your week just of rest, relaxation, just Even maybe fast on that day would be awesome if you can do that, if you're able, but I would say just really make it a priority to have at least one day of rest in your week because we really need to recuperate and recharge and just get that new found joy, excitement for the week coming up. Take this day to really just listen to what God is trying to tell you and really meditate on that. So I hope you guys found these 10 habits helpful and I hope that you would start to incorporate them into your everyday life. Even start little by little. It may be hard to just be like snap of the finger. I'm going to do 10 new things each and every day. Like no, that is unrealistic and you're setting yourself up for failure. Start incorporating these little by little, one by one, day by day, and just take it easy and don't be hard on yourself if you do fail or you do slip up or just every once in a while you have an off day. Do not feel feel bad about that. I would encourage you to just keep trying and just keep going and just really remember what this is all for. It's all for God's glory and we are all called higher and we are all trying to live that life that we are called to and just really live the life that God has intended for us just with fullness of joy, happiness, fulfillment, all of that stuff. Amen? Amen. So, That is the end of this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to go ahead and head over to our Instagram for any updates that we have, um, it is again at citizens of heaven podcast. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a blessed week and yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.